there, it's me, your money. And welcome to Tandia Talks Money. They say money talks, and it is true, I do. And I also like to work hard. They say it builds character, but it also builds TFSAs and RRSPs, which is why every week Tandia will share new ideas, tips, and wisdom from Tandia's finest to help you get to where you want to go. You know, with a little help from me, of course. Like, who else? Perhaps you know this scenario. It's like 8 p.m., you get an email from your boss's boss saying they need you to urgently buy three iTunes gift cards, or your financial institution calls you to replace your debit card because it has been used at a compromised location. Remember like the good old days when our biggest threat was our parents teaching us not to talk to strangers? Like, don't take candy from the guy in the white van. Um, in our world now, strangers is who we talk to all the time with the internet. Sometimes some of us have friends that we've never met and we only know through our online world. It seems just so bizarre. Am I the only one who feels that as much as technology has given us advancements, sometimes I just wish to go back to those 90 summers where you just played outside till dark, ran lemonade stands, had garage sales, the simple things, cruising down the freeway in the hot, hot sun. Now we sell those items on Facebook Marketplace, invite strangers to our house. How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. I'll stop. That was a great, that's a great, great song. Our last pod, we talked to Rachel from Interact and we chatted about all things fraud. One of the concepts we really touched on was common sense being your first line of defense when it comes to protecting yourself. Now, I know in person, it's easy to see when someone is up to no good. However, as the world continues to digitize, the dangers of the dark alleys and staying out of bad neighborhoods instead live in our email inboxes, our social media accounts, and our favorite websites. Like, I don't mean to be this dramatic. Cybercrime doesn't threaten your actual lives or well-being, but like the guy in the white van who you don't take candy from, you should still not do that. Uh, but it can be harmful for our financial stability and, in, and cause you unnecessary amounts of stress. I know it seems so obvious to some and you think that you won't become victim to an online scam until it happens to you. There are so many scams out there. And just when we think we got one like covered and gone and debunked, another one's going to pop up. So we need to be vigilant ourselves and take some ownership when it comes to locking down our privacy, security, and money. So how can we do this? Staying safe online requires understanding the types of threats that are out there and how we can protect ourselves. So today's pod, we're going to focus on what you can do to protect yourself. But I will give you a little tease and let you know that Rachel will be coming back on this month to talk about all the different types of scams out there. She did even say to me last time that she might sing. I don't know. I, I maybe have enticed her to, but she'll be back on later this month. And we're going to talk about kind of like cottage scams that are out there or things that like you should be prevalent and keep top of mind as you go into these beautiful summer months, the whole two of them that we get. 
Uh, okay, so let's get to this. There are two elements of protecting yourself from fraud, strengthening your online security and preventing identity theft. Now, as I said, technology makes our lives so much easier, but without proper security habits, it can also be vulnerable to fraud. Make sure you know the basics of strong online security. Keep any software you use up to date, including antivirus programs and firewalls. Always log out of your online banking sessions. Don't ever share your passwords or security question answers. Make sure that the passwords and answers are unique and difficult to guess and follow best practice guidelines. Try tips on, you know, there's so many things out there. I know every time you go and log on to a new website, um, it's like, this is, this is a weak password. I do love those things. And I feel like it's impossible to keep track of all the passwords that we have, but it is important to create strong passwords, keep different passwords and make sure that it's not easily guessable. Don't click on any links in an email from a person or organization you don't know. Those are what's called phishing scams. So you can actually Google it on the internet um, and learn more about phishing scams. If you shop online, which I do a lot, and I've become more vigilant of making sure I'm checking these things because, you know, sometimes I just, I don't, and I'll be honest, but make sure that the site is secure, especially when you're like putting in your credit card information or say you use a PayPal account that's linked to your debit card. The URL should have the prefix HTTPS and show a padlock. That's how you know it's secure. Don't use public wireless networks to log into any website with sensitive personal information. Like, you know, Tandia's online banking, CRA My Account, or even your email. Try to just use it for, you know, browsing or watching some TikToks, whatever it may be, but try to not log into your personal information. Don't share any personal information, security answers, or passwords over email. For example, like a poor email security can leave you open to e-transfer fraud. There's lots of tips on also preventing e-transfer fraud. Uh, I'll link the sources in the notes. Now we're going to talk about protecting yourself against identity theft. We share so much of our lives online these days, and identity theft has unfortunately become more common. In addition to strong online security habits, you need to learn how to protect your identity. So review your bank statements as soon as you get them. If you notice something suspicious, activity, contact your financial institution. There are great tools within your financial institutions that you can actually set up notifications when there's a purchase over a certain dollar amount or when a purchase is made on your credit card. I mean, those are actually really good features to keep you on track because you know, you're it's like essentially like your account's going to scream at you like, Hey, like stop spending over a hundred dollars on all these purchases today. At least once a year, get a copy of your credit report to make sure that it's accurate. Be sure to check both hard and soft inquiries for any creditors you don't recognize. Canada has two national credit bureaus, Equifax and TransUnion. I strongly, strongly, strongly suggest you do that. One, it gives you a good indication of what you have open. Maybe there's an account that you have open that, you know, you haven't looked at in multiple years because you signed up for a credit card at a Raptors game. Who knows? But uh, I don't even know if they still do that. Do they still? I haven't been to a game in a very long time. Like, do they still have those little like tables outside where it's like, hey, sign up and you'll get a free T-shirt? That could just 
make me sound really old. I don't know. But checking your credit report not only is a good positive financial habit for you, but it also prevents and makes you aware if there is anything in your name that you have no clue about. Enroll in a CRA My Account, a secure portal that lets you monitor your personal income tax and benefit information online. It's super easy to get started. Empty your mailbox every day, you know, like if you have one of those community mailboxes and make sure someone you trust is collecting your mail if you're away from home. True story, if you don't empty your mailbox for a bit, like your community mailbox, they bring it to your house or you got like a... a a little notice that says, come pick up all your mail. It's kind of like getting in trouble from the postal service. I don't, I don't know who that happened to before dot, dot, dot. Don't know, but just, you know, that I strongly encourage you to do so. Shred any documents containing your personal and financial information instead of just throwing them away. If you don't have a shredder, cut them up into little pieces, rip them up into little pieces, allow it so it's not one whole piece going in the garbage. Store ID cards and important documents like birth certificates, social insurance numbers, and passports in a secure place in your home. But remember where you put them. Because I can tell you that some of these documents are in a very safe place in my house. So safe, I can't even find them. So I'm winning. Don't keep every ID card you have in your wallet. Make sure that the credit card you get, you know, like if you have to give your credit card to somebody, you get back the same credit card that you've given the cashier. I don't really think they do that anymore, but that's just still a good habit just in case. Use the tap feature wherever you can. In another life, you know, I worked in retail and we had to be like so vigilant about our debit machines because there were like people that came in and stole the machine. Like they would swap the machines out and then come and re-swap them out after they've collected everybody's cards. Now, I know this is like significantly probably decreased in the last couple of years since we've moved to chip and tap features versus like the magnetic stripe. But I would imagine that it's still out there. I don't want this to scare you or make you think that like, you know, if you're educated and all things fraud, this is never going to happen to you. It is possible. And there are people out there that will help you through the process. If you are a victim of fraud, like your financial institutions, your banking BFFs, but it is very important to take an ownership yourself and, you know, use common sense. Let's do like a quick recap and you can stick to these. Like, you know, if it's too good to be true mantra, like it probably is common sense. Visit reputable sites. Avoid clicking on ads and other weird looking links. Verify contact information. If there's like an email or phone number listed and it's not really working, there could be a good chance that you're dealing with something fake check first. You know, those weird emails from like Uncle Mario saying like, hey, I'm going to email transfer you this. I mean, just double check before accepting that link. Because, you know, if he wants to give you money, great. But if he's never sent you money before and for no other reason, maybe double check. Guard your personal information. Only give out what you must and only give it out to a trusted organization, right? Like obviously if your financial institution is asking you for some personal information, just make sure that you trust them and you are dealing with the right person. Use antivirus software. And lastly, when in doubt, just don't click. 
I don't know if like anybody else, but like we have, you know, these test emails that come, um, like I fail them sometimes because it seems super legit, but it's great because it tests our skills and it keeps us vigilant, um, and making sure that we're not clicking on random emails and creating an issue for our security. So thank you IT department for testing us and making us aware. As always, although it's not directly talking about money, this is a very big part of financial literacy. And it's important to have an understanding of your financial picture, how it connects with fraud, how it connects with your money. And by having this understanding helps to empower you to make better financial decisions, have a positive relationship with money, and ultimately keep you safe. We want you to recognize your worth and help you to enjoy life to its fullest. We don't want you to fall victim to a scam, and we want you to have experiences that you've always wanted to do. As always, we are here for you. We encourage you to get in touch with us at any time. If it's a question about fraud or a question about our business or a comment on how we might be able to answer a burning financial question you may have at Tandia, your voice is the most important one. Thank you so much for tuning in and we hope you found value through this podcast today. We are on all the social channels, snap a photo of this pod, tag us, share us on your channels so we can help get the word out. Don't forget, you can also always connect with us at Tandia.com. Catch you soon. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I feel smarter already. Remember, Tandia is here to help. If you found this podcast helpful, please let us know. Got feedback? Want to learn more? Just head to Tandia.com. Tandia, as unique as you.